0: You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. I was in a shul recently and, and they had a beautiful mat, a welcome mat that had their logo on the mat. And people would just obviously step on it because that's what you do. You step on a mat. And I was just like thinking. It got me thinking about mats. Like mats live at the entrance of your home, right? And they're there to welcome every single person who walks into your home. Yet every single one of those people who walk into your home will step on that mat. Matt gets stepped on all the time. You realize how Matt must feel? You realize how degrading Matt must feel? And it just has to smile and and just let everybody in and just walk all over it. I don't know. There's something about it. I feel like we have to tip our hats to the mats out there, all the welcome mats out there in the world. We have to tip our hats and just say thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. thank you for allowing us to wipe our feet on you and, you know, to clean ourselves before we come into the to the home. Like, you've really allowed that the host can feel comfortable, that the people aren't going to bring in, um, you know, the dirtiness from the outside into their homes. So we tip our hats to you. Welcome, Mats. And just wanted to welcome you back to Tower Sparks. And thanks for listening to the podcast. We are, of course, powered by TYA of Baltimore. Thank you very much. And just going back to this whole mad idea, right? It kind of reminds me of Hashem a little bit, how every single day Hashem gives us new breath, new life, new a new, a new existence. He deposits our soul back into us, the pikadon that Hashem entrusts within us. And we, you know, throughout our day, we've sinned, we falter, we make mistakes, we do the wrong things, we make the wrong cheshbonos, we don't do enough, etc., yada, yada, yada. We wipe our feet on the mat, so to speak, and Hashem is still there. And, you know, despite the fact that His Torah says, don't do this and we do this, or His Torah says, do this and we don't do that... We're wiping our feet on the mat, so to speak, but Hashem says still, listen, welcome. I I accept you. Come in. Please come to my house. I want you to be here. I want you to have a relationship with me. I just heard recently from somebody how he was explaining how the concept, you know, tonight, tomorrow... Whenever you'll be listening to this, you might have already beaten the Aravos on the floor. But the Aravos represent the simple Jew. And very often the simple Jew, that's how he feels. He's like beat down on the floor. But it was Rav Shaya Kohn, He pointed out that, but what do we do after that? Unlike the Lula of esrog, where, you know, we ended up burning it. We throw it out, etc. That's not what we do with the, with the Aravos. The Aravos we put on top of the Arn Kodesh. It's like the holiest of holy. And that's this idea that it doesn't matter how low we may have gone. It doesn't matter how much dirt we might have wiped on the floor on the on that mat. The point is, Hashem loves us. Hashem wants us to enter in. Hashem is embracing us, and that's part of the simcha of these days of this man simcha Senu, is that we've come. We're kind of coming back to a certain sense of reality that we've been on high during the high holidays and we were dressed in white over Yom Kippur, we're like distant from sin, we're knocking on our chest, etc. But so is time, we're coming back into this world, but we're really realizing what this world really is. It's a temporary world And it's a world of, of sin. It's a world where things are, it's a world, it's a challenging place. There's, there's difficulties that go on, and we're not going to be perfect. And we have to embrace that, because that's part of humanity. But being able to realize that Hashem still loves us and wants a connection with us—that's that's at least the first and the initial part of the stage for us to get back on our feet. Sheva yipol It's yeah, we fall, but we got to be able to get back up. We wipe our feet on that dirty mat but it's we, we sometimes we fail to realize that it's a welcome mat and Hashem wants us to come back in he wants us to to rebuild that relationship And Malcolm Shabali Tshuva Omdim the Rambam says tzadikim lamod the, Shem. the Tzadikim Gemurim cannot stand in a place where the Bali Tshuva are on a certain level the Bali Tshuva those people who did Tshuva they're holding on such a high level they're so high because they realize that this mat that they just dirtied they, the Sins that they have done, etc. But now I'm about Shuva. This is a welcome mat. I, I've i entered into a greater abode, a greater sense of reality, a vision of myself and who I'm meant to be, etc. Yada, yada, yada. It's It's such an important concept to realize. I wanted to take a moment and talk about this week's Parsha. It's Parsha's Vizosa Bracha. is the 54th Parsha, the final, the last Parsha. And there's something very ironic. I was just thinking of it not too long ago. How 54, again, it's the 54th Parsha. 54 is the Gematria done, Dalir Nun. You know, the sheva done, most of the Shvatim, in fact, pretty much all of them, they don't get a certain level of description. But in Numbers 10, um pasuk 25 the torah says that Shiva done they actually it gives them a description it says they were the collectors what does that mean so you might have heard this idea but Shiva Dun, they were the last of the shvatim they were the last to travel they were behind the rest of the shvatim when it came to traveling throughout the midbar and as just nature would have it and instinct would have it and the way things work is that people lose things people are they're constantly building and then taking down their their tents and putting them back up etc there's the, and there's a lot of moving parts and people would naturally lose objects etc and the job of done was they were ma'asif they were the collectors again ma'asif is like a lushan of sof as well the end the Zosabracha, the end, is the last parsha. It has the status, so to speak, of Shevet Don. It's the last of the parshios, just like Don was the last of the Shvatim to travel, and they were the collectors, so too, perhaps. Parshas ha Bracha, the fifty-fourth Parsha, Parshas Dun, so to speak, Dalad Nun, fifty-four. It's also the, ma'af, the Maasef Parshios. and what does that mean? That means that it doesn't matter. You've been through this whole year, this whole cycle of Torah, and some of the stories, some of the ideas, some of the insights you connected to. Some of them you didn't do. Maybe you missed Shnai Mikra. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you missed this. Maybe you started the Daf and missed it. Maybe you started going to Minyan and you stopped. Maybe you started Started this and doing and stopped. When it comes to shave it done, the A A McDover points out something amazing. It wasn't just physical inanimate objects that they would pick up. It was also, says the Emekdavar in his Lashon, Misha Nechshal, those who were weak, velo im machaneo. Those people, it's talking about people as well, individuals, people who were weak and not able to go with their own tribe. And perhaps it's talking about from a spiritual perspective. These were the, the Shevet Dun was the Me'asif l'chalamachnos, they were the collectors, the people, the stragglers, the Yidin who got left behind, the Yidin who were just weak, weak, spiritually weak, and couldn't keep up the aravos, so to speak. It was these people that Dun would collect and say, come on, we got this. You got this. Come on. You, we're not going to leave it. No Jew will be left behind. No Jew will be left behind. And Parsha's Vizosa Bracha is kind of in that realm that You know, you think about how it really ends. It ends, kol Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu, throws down the luchos. We end on a very melancholy, sad note, apparently, seemingly, right? Moshe throws down the luchos. You know why he threw down luchos? It's because the Jewish people sinned. It wasn't a good thing. So this is how the Torah ends off. But again, it's parsha's done, Again, it's not really Parshat Don; it's Parshas Vezos Habracha. But in the realm of fifty-four Don Nun, they're in the realm of maaseif Lachala Machnos, Maaseh Parshios. They were the collectors. Shevet Don and Vezos Habracha teaches us something: is that just like Shevet Don represented the fact that nothing will be left behind, nothing and no one, no Jew will be left behind. That's Vezos Habracha. Think about it. When is there any other Parsha where every single Jew Gets an aliyah. It's parshas Rezo Bracha, on Simchas Torah, on Yatzaris. Every single Jew is Shaykh to Aliyah. Every single Jew is Shaykh to being placed on the Aranach Kodesh. Every single Jew is Shaykh to Ruchni, it's Shaykh to Devekus with Hashem, it's Shaykh to connection, it's Shaykh to Emes, it's Shaykh to just that good, that wealth, that just sheer goodness and connecting to real- the reality of this world. That's what we're all about. No Jew will be left behind. And that's part of the Simcha, of Simcha Satora, is that if you think about it, no Jew will be left behind. We're all Shaykh ta'aliyah. We all get an aliyah. We all get called up to the Torah on Shmina on Simchas Torah. We all lean. We all get an aliyah to this Parsha, to the Parsha, the 54th Parsha, the Maasef Lechol HaParshios, the Shivet Dun Parsha, the collecting Parsha, the Parsha that says, no, 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 it doesn't matter where you're holding. It doesn't matter. You might be weak. You might be Nechshel, etc. You welcome, you're here, welcome home. To step on the mat, it's okay, you get the mat dirty, but welcome, it's a welcome mat to something bigger, something greater. The custom of everyone in Shul getting an Aliyah really teaches us the importance of achdos, of togetherness during these days. Everyone in Yiddishkeit, everyone in Judaism is deserving of getting called up to the Torah. Everyone is important and special. So when you're waiting for your turn to get an Aliyah and then you're frustrated because somebody else is taking too long and they, you were there before them and then you thought this and they thought that and then they get called up first, right? It's easy to get frustrated during this time. Take a step back and realize. This person, that person who just cut my line, he's Shaykh to oh my gosh, let me respect the man. Let me, let me, let me give him honor. Let me answer amen to his blessing. Take a step back. Consider what this day is all about, this day of Simcha's Torah. And instead of being annoyed at the person, say amen to his bracha with the utmost intent. And have in mind that this person is part of your Jewish family and is worthy of being called up to the Holy Torah just like you. Change your mindset. Change your perspective. And by the way, this achdus of Simcha's Torah actually has a halachic ramification. Usually, when a Torah is being moved around... There is a halachic requirement to stand up. You have to stand up. So that's why when the Gabbai takes out the Torah from the Aaron and just to even roll it, you'll see the whole congregation will stand up. Because when the Torah is up and walking, so you have to stand up out of respect so think about it. How in the world can there be people sitting down during the Hakafos? When, what do, What do I mean? When their Torah is being danced around, during Simchas Torah, you'll often see people sitting around. How can they be doing that? Isn't the Torah right there? How can they sit while in the presence of the Torah? And R' Shlomo Zalman Orbach, he offers a few answers, but one of his answers that jumps out as an amazing insight is is the following he says that perhaps the circle of men dancing around the sifri torah actually creates a mechitza which separates you from the torah you meaning if you are sitting outside of that circle there is a mechitza created by the very fact that there is a human circle and that human circle creates a mechitza And it can't be one person. One person is not enough to create this mechitza, this barrier. It's only a group of men dancing together, linked arm to arm. This achdos, that's what creates this mechitza. That's what creates this barrier. And it's really an insight and lesson for us how when we are together with other people, when we embrace each other it creates this power, creates a wall, creates a mechitza. And it's a wall that cannot be broken. And it's a wall that we must try to construct as much as possible during these days. So Hashem should bench us that we should be ma'asef. We should be like Sheva Dun. And those people who are struggling, help them out. And if you are struggling, realize that you get an aliyah. You are Shaykh You're on the Arun HaKodesh. Never forget that. Baruch give us all the courage, the strength, the might, to have clarity and a vision and what we are capable of doing. And even though we might have made the mat dirty, we might have stepped on it with our feet and done the wrong things at times and made mistakes at times, realize that it's a welcome mat and Hashem wants us to enter into His abode, enter into His embrace, enter into His arms and and cherish that relationship and continue to build a relationship with Him. Wishing you a fantastic Shemini Yitzharis, a fantastic partial a fantastic Simchas Torah. Mir to We'll see you next time.